check it out, hey, 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 check it out. The Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion in Modern English. A one page summary. Goyim are mentally inferior to Jews and can't run their nations properly. For their sake and ours, we need to abolish their governments and replace them with a single government. This will take a long time and involve much bloodshed, but it's for a good cause. Here's what we'll need to do. Place our agents and helpers everywhere. Take control of the media and use it in propaganda for our plans. Start fights between different races, classes, and religions. Use bribery, threats, and blackmail to get our way. Use Freemasonic lodges to attract potential public officials. Appeal to successful people's egos. Appoint puppet leaders who can be controlled by blackmail. Replace royal rule with socialist rule, then communism, then despotism. Abolish all rights and freedoms, except the right by force, by us. Sacrifice people, including Jews sometimes, when necessary. Eliminate religion. Replace it with science and materialism. Control the education system to spread deception and destroy intellect. Rewrite history to our benefit. Create entertaining distractions. Corrupt minds with filth and perversion. Encourage people to spy on one another. Keep the masses in poverty and perpetual labor. Take possession of all true wealth, property, and especially gold. Use gold to manipulate the markets, causing depressions, etc. Introduce a progressive tax on wealth. Replace sound investment with speculation. Hmm. Make long-term interest-bearing loans to governments. Hmm. Give bad advice to governments and everyone else. Eventually, the Goyim will be so angry with their governments, because we'll blame them for the resulting mess, that they'll gladly have us take over. We will then appoint a descendant of David to be the king of the world, and the remaining Goyim will bow down and sing his praises. Everyone will live in peace and obedient order, under his glorious rule. Don Machada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. I bit my fucking lip, or, uh, my tongue when I said it. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, what's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing good. I just got back home from a uh, Friendsgiving dinner, was what it was called. A Friendsgiving dinner? Mm-hmm. So I got some nearest party? It was a uh, just a bunch of people. The uh, my honey's daughter had uh, her and her friends and over big old rib uh, or prime rib lamb. Oh, oh my god! Stop it! What are you trying to do to me, man? I'm trying to fast. Trying and, then, to and then plus she had a uh, a vegetarian there too. Yuck. Um. Dude, God, what? Oh yeah, I did have a prime rib. Get this shit. So, um, I had, I had messaged you about um, Airbender, right? Yes, he might. Yeah, so he might come in. It depends. He's he probably <laughs> like this might be too late for him. 
So he just got married. I was in his wedding. Oh, cool. uh, yeah. And uh, his wife, they're pregnant, right? Went off on their honeymoon, and now they're pregnant. So they're doing it all the right ways, uh, apparently. So um, by the numbers. <laughs> so we went out to eat with them last Saturday, so a week ago, and uh, Sunday she starts not feeling so good. Um, went and got tested. She's got COVID, and she's pregnant. But um, and she got pretty sick, but she's doing all right. So, uh, but he doesn't have it. Can you believe that shit? Hmm. Um, it's such a stupid, weird virus. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but yeah. Well, anyway. So what reminded me of that was uh, that's the last time I had prime rib. And the, we went to, like, an Italian place, and it just worked out where, like, getting the prime rib was the best option. Because usually it's, like, you know, super expensive. It's my favorite steak. And, um, but, like, I got a sad – I was going to get everybody because it was my turn to pay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to get everybody an appetizer and this, that, and the other. But it was, like, a different kind of Italian restaurant. And – uh they like eggplant there at this place, whatever the fuck it is. So there wasn't a lot of options because I'm not a fan of eggplant. And um, no. yeah, just the way it worked out, um, getting the, it was my best option to get the prime rib. <laughs> so you reminded me of that. God, is it good. Oh, my God. So the, how they served it, though, <laughs> they threw the steak on the plate and they put the au jus sauce already on it. So it's just laying in a bed of au jus. And I'm like, okay. I, I think that's the greatest thing ever. So, any hizzle. I'm good with that. Now, I was just yeah. talking to my buddy about it, and he, he brought up horseradish. Yes, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you know, I like it a little bit, but it just overpowers the prime rib, and I really like the taste of that meat without anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, prime rib's so good, man. Salt and pepper, oh, I'm good. Yeah. Hook me up. I do like that au jus sauce, though. I, oh, I have a... I, I just can't help myself. Love it. Love it. But, yeah, horseradish, it's all right. I like horseradish mostly on uh, corn, corned beef. Yeah. Um, And the hotter, the better. You know, where, like, you get panicked that it's not going to go away. That's... I like that shit. That's some good shit. So anyway, man, it has been a minute. I keep saying every time, like, oh, it's not going to be that long. And my, then I get busy. Oh, I'm, I'm been sorry. busy. Yeah. Well, you sent me some of uh, your vacation, um, your your little breakaways for a minute. Fucking jealous. I am jealous of those. Oh, I'm going camping or glamping again Wednesday with mm-hmm. my honey. So. Oh, dude, people, listeners... The stuff that he sends me, it's like, it's the most peaceful shit that you can see in a in a in a picture. I mean, it re- like anytime you send me something, that's what I think of. I'm just like, man, that's like calm. It just calms me looking at where you're at. Oh, and where I'm going is going to be beautiful. I think I'm going to take the kayaks and go kayaking. Nice. Oh yeah. 
with alligators mm-hmm. in the water. Hopefully yeah. not in a tree. Alligators in the tree and shit? <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, after we had that last one, I think, I've been thinking about that. I've been looking for alligators in the tree now. I'm like, man, I know you're up there. <laughs> Fucking creepy bastard. Laying eggs up there in the tree. <laughs> That's the worst. Oh, shit. I really, I, to be honest, I'd take an alligator in a tree to a snake in a tree any day. Can't stand snakes. Well, I brought that up with some locals down here, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, I've seen these on in movies, right? But never actually in real life. And they're like, yeah, man, no, I've seen them climb, you know, eight-foot fence, privacy fence. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> they're like, yeah. So, yeah. Man. They're clever. A little... I guess... Little tiny brain, but uh, yeah, I guess they're all business. God, those things is turning into like the ultimate predators, and they're fast. A lot of people don't know that, man. Fucking alligators! Alligators are fast runners. I don't. I can't imagine they can run run very far, but I can't imagine that they could outrun me. If I took off running from an alligator, I would be running. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't get chopped down on. Won't be any um, zigzagging. Won't be anything. I will be gone. It's so funny though that like if the, the, just thinking of the chomp, you know, if they were to try and bite you, um, they obviously have a, a really strong bite, but they can't open their mouth for shit if somebody's holding it closed. Well, that's what they say. That's what I've learned from Steve Irwin. Yeah, I know. You know, I, if I can, if I can get them to get a, let me rub their belly, I might be able to make them go to sleep. Right. Well, you want to you want to hang out with them right after they're done eating, preferably not you. Because <laughs> um, then they go into like a catastonic catatonic catatonic state, and they're they're uh, like they're in a trance. That, that at least again something I've learned from things like Steve Irwin. I don't know, but I've never been around them. I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with alligators, man. Me either. <laughs> no, um, I, I don't mess with them. I don't throw rocks at them. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, you know, that's a good idea not to do that. Um, so there's some news recently. Well, let's hear it. Um. I got Haven't my laptop. I can throw some stuff up. Yeah, buddy. I've got mine, too, and I'm getting out my notes right now. Um, sorry, I just got done watching. Me and my, my boy watched the first season of The Punisher over. I had already seen it, but um, he hadn't really seen it all the way through. And uh, watching it, there's... Uh, it's great. I mean, it's it's cool in the sense that, like, John Bernthal's a really good Punisher, but... um. Watching it again, uh, there's some fucking um, woke shit that I didn't. I, I guess I noticed the first time, but I did. It didn't really stick out as much. And now I watched it again. I'm like motherfucker. But anyway, so uh, why was I saying that? So I, yeah, I just put him to bed. He went to sleep and then uh, came down here. I got dude. I got here right at eleven. I got that message out to you. So that was cool. Anyway. Well, I went in to, uh, I had a pot of coffee brewing and to grab some ice for 
cup of something else later. But uh, nice. my honey was like, you know, I'd like a hot chocolate. And I'm like, woman, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably I would have been here a little sooner, but my honey called, and I was like, okay. Hey, okay. hey man, I get it. <laughs> That's funny because we uh, we had hot chocolate tonight. My son's with me this weekend. And just how it's working out, um, we wanted to. We're not going to have them like the. It's something weird where like the first week in December we're not going to have them to be able to set up the Christmas tree, so we can set up Christmas tree today and had hot chocolate with them and stuff. So. We also had that. Or my wife, at least, also had that idea. So that's cool. I got five They're houses on my block with Christmas lights up. Yeah, yeah. They went up after Halloween. I know. I like. I said it to my wife because I'm just that kind of guy. I can't let it let it not slip out. I was like, dude, we haven't even we haven't even touched Thanksgiving yet. And I'm I'm the type of person that like I. I I would rather celebrate the season that's that we're on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and getting to the next. But, uh, she reminded me of why we're doing it. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's right. So, but yeah, we got ours up. Um, no, the uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse. You were the first to remind me, or the first to tell me. I shouldn't say remind me. You were the first to tell me when you sent me the message, and I was like. What's this? Um, so thank you. I appreciate you. Well, I appreciate had uh, uh, was sitting here at the laptop, and a thing flashed up for uh, they were getting ready to go live, so I clicked on that link and sent it out to a few people and was like, okay, I'm right here. Hit my record. I was waiting for something crazy, but yeah. I, I did record it. I did put my first clip on my last show. You do what now? I'm sorry. I put a clip. I put instead of just talking the whole time, I actually played a uh, what was her name, Lauren Bobart from Colorado, that Congress lady, I think, got on there. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, she lit up Congress. I was like, oh my god, listen to this I've woman. Something about that. I haven't seen the video yet. I, I <laughs> Is it pretty good? Oh, it's awesome. And I got yeah. it from the some late the chicks on the right. They do a show, and yeah, I uh, got permission from them to use their clip. I was like, you know, I got the number one least listened to podcast, <laughs> and uh, I thought it would be, you know, is it cool if I use this clip? And she got back like a minute later, and she's like, as long as you give us credit, you can use all of our clips. And I was like, okay. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, that's good. No, I know Bobert. Is it Bobert or Bobart? Bobart. B O E B A R T. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard good things about her. She usually gets in it, like from at least when she's being attacked from the left. She usually gets grouped in with. Uh, oh, I can never say her name. Majority Taylor Green. I think it's her name. And she was just on uh, Slightly Offensive with Elijah Schaefer the other day. And uh, she's 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 got some fucking cojones, man. Um, I like them. I'm happy with, uh, with them quite a bit. 
So um, I imagine she, like you said, she lit up Congress. I can imagine she, uh, she probably did. Good for her. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm looking to see if I can find. Here we go. I was gonna pull it up, maybe play it again. If you want yeah. to hear, it. have you heard it? No. All right. Let me see if I can find the right one. But yeah, how about old Kyle Rittenhouse? I thought for sure that they were gonna hang him out to dry. Did you? Yeah, see, that's what I was saying, too. Um, I was like, because there's no way that they spent all this time and money to let that boy go. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought, too. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's Lauren. She's a cutie, too. You know what? I probably won't be able to play it and have you hear it. Yeah, if you it, that's the sad thing about um and hopefully they fix it at some point cuz I've tried doing it too on here where uh you try to exit not exit out but you try to go to a different app and it uh it really kind of shuts down your your uh vocals. I found something and else I record with outside of uh Anchor. Yep. I used to just do Audacity and then I found a uh, a screen recorder and it'll also do just audio, but it'll pick up, like, if I want to play something on my iTunes, Yeah. Can, it'll play it and catch it, and I can raise it up and down, and it is awesome. No shit. Yeah, and it'll um, it'll capture video, too, so if I wanted to sit here and videotape myself or videotape the screen and play whatever I'm playing up there, <laughs> which yeah. is usually a Bible verse. <laughs> Good. Yeah. But, uh... That's funny you say Audacity because uh, I've been using Audacity for uh, recording the book, which uh, I fucking missed the last couple of nights to do it. Um, just been fucking oh, by the end of the night, man. I'm telling you, what it, like I know they usually say it at 40, you lose your, you start your your, your energy starts going. Fuck that, man. My energy's been going since 35 ish, and uh, by nighttime, man. I mean, it's like afternoon. I'm like, oh, dude, I can get it. I know I'll be good tonight. And then <laughs> nighttime comes, my family goes to bed, and I'm like, fuck, I kind of feel like going with them, you know? Like, <laughs> I ain't that young man I used to be. That sucks. Um, but uh, anyway, <clears throat> yeah, no, I thought he was going to – I thought they were going to do that too, to be honest. Um, I was really worried about that. I think a lot of people probably were. Um just because of how everything has gone. And uh, I don't know about you, but I've heard, you know, from quite a few people, uh, their relief, you know. And so it kind of tells me that they were they were thinking the same um, mm-hmm. in the sense that, you know, that this was, uh, this was huge. I mean, it really was. This, was. this was really, really big. Yeah, I saw a lot of posts that said not guilty. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think most people understood it as, as such. Um, and it's truly sickening that he was that they ever brought him to yeah, trial. Yeah, it's like I'm like, how can I look at something like that and see that that boy was defending himself, and somebody else look at it and go, "Yeah, he murdered people." I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I tried to put myself in, in, and I mean, I do this with most everything, is try to put myself in in um, the shoes of the opposite, 
you know, the, the opposition essentially, and um, to see if I can see, okay, am I am I wrong? Am I am I thinking wrong in this? And it's like, man, there ain't there ain't two ways about it. Not with that. I mean, it is so cut and dry. It really is. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, it's like, how can it be so divisive? Clearly, you know, like uh, uh, a friend of mine asked another friend of ours who was a black guy who he thought was on board with him and found out he wasn't when he said something about Kyle Rittenhouse and the guy's attitude was like, he shouldn't even have been there. And I'm like, well, maybe, you know, he didn't know what to say, but I would have been like, well, maybe, maybe not. But the guys that he murdered <laughs> shouldn't have been there. They should have been in jail. That one dude raped kids, and the yeah. other one raped his grandma. It's, <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? He shouldn't have been there. What are those dudes walking around on the street? It, no, but that's a perfect that's a perfect argument. Is okay. Well, if he's not supposed to be there, then why were all of them there? Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't you can't hold that standard against somebody. Yeah, they're like, just well, he's it. 17. He shouldn't be with a, an AR-15. I'm like, I was 17 and in the army. I was in basic training. Yeah, exactly. Did I do? Did I say that on my on that last podcast? Uh, no, I, think I don't I, think so. Yeah, I think I put it on the one that I was going to put out today, and I never put it out. Um, no, that's that's a perfect a perfect thing to say. It really is because if you're going to sit there and say, "Well, 17 and this, that, and the other," well, you're a perfect example. And I had said that about I, I know plenty of other people who got an exemption at 17 to join the military. So yeah. the military, I wasn't the, the only one in there. Yeah, right. They've been hiring 17 year olds for decades on end. To come in, and, and I mean, if you think about it all the way back to the Revolutionary War, there's pr- plenty of 13 and 14 year olds out there fighting. Well, yeah, there's uh, plenty in World War II that were, you know, 15 and 16. Yeah, you know, that they that found out later they didn't want them in, but you know, they lied their way in. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's certainly something that's been practiced for a long time. So. Um, yeah, something, something else I'd said was that when I was 17, if that would have been with me. I would have definitely shot more people. Now, whether or not I'd killed them, I don't know, but I'd have definitely shot more rounds. Each of them would have had a lot more bullets in them (laughs) if it would have been me at 17. I was like, that's the kind of training I had. I was like, I never had a training to shoot somebody while I'm laying down on my back. (laughs) Right. I was like, I never had that kind of training. Yeah. I I mean, I I don't have the experience of having been through military, but I... I don't believe that they train you to shoot from your back, you know? No, you know, they train you maybe on your tummy, you know? Yeah, like yeah. Shooting yeah. at something, like, way far away from you, usually not right up there where he is. Usually when you're that close, you have a bayonet to stab somebody, you know? But I wasn't taught how to shoot somebody a, a half a foot away from me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that's... in. It, that's just the the situation he found himself in, and and what an excellent job he did, um, and, yeah. and also having the discipline to, uh, to not, you know, lose his shit and uh, just start spraying into the crowd and and all sorts of shit. I mean, he had a whole crowd that was ready to kill him. Oh yeah, I would have definitely. I know me at seventeen, I'd have. Started shooting, dared him. Who's next? Yeah, <laughs> you know, here's my line right now. Who's next? <laughs> that is, that is something that I know so many people that would have done exactly what you're saying. 
you know, it, 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 they would have shot to get people away too. Yeah. And to, to not even come within fuck 20 feet. Yeah. You're not touching me. Nobody's getting, you know, you're not even getting rock thrown distance now. Asshole. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like he, they, they really brought up and this defense, the, the, I'm sorry, the prosecuting attorney was so stupid and the defense should have said something about it about, oh. well, you know, he was pointing at people. That's what the prosecution kept saying. And it's like, so what? He didn't shoot them. He only shot the ones that came in. I would have been pointing at people. I'd have told him get the fuck away as I'm running. You know, like hey, I would have made it very clear that I have a gun, and if I even think that you're coming close to me, I'm gonna pull the fucking trigger. I would have let everyone know, get the fuck away from me. I don't want to shoot you, but I promise you, I will. You know, and he and he didn't do that. He was scared for his life running in the cops. Yes. That, so that he was scared. Yeah, and the the prosecuting attorney. I mean, there. When he, what did you do when you saw him point that fucking gun at the jury, dude? Were <laughs> you not like, what is going on with this guy? You know, See, that was another thing where I was just like, are you really? Is this happening? And this is allowed in a courtroom? I'm like, yeah this kid, they're going to hang him out to dry. And I was like, I figured that he'd go to jail for a little while and it'd eventually get, you know, turned over. But I you thought he was going to go to jail. I'm glad I was wrong. But yeah, man, that was just ridiculous. Like that prosecutor. I wonder if that kid could sue him. <laughs> you know, when that judge, when he stopped himself, I feel like he was more than likely going to say you, you're about to give the the defense the right for a, a mistrial. Um, I feel like he was about to say that. But I almost kind of felt like he could have said something to him where it was like you could be found, not just in contempt, but you could be found guilty of something, you know. Um, and certainly, I mean, if there's any justice, any real justice – can I see even say it that way? Hey, hold on a second. My dog is barking. I got to go let him in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in or out. I do not know. That's my, that's my job when I get home from my job is to let him yeah. in and out. <laughs> I know. But, um, fuck, what was I going to say about that? I was just starting to get into an idea. <clears throat> Yeah, um, but you see what it, 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 ah, man, I wish I would have put that episode out now because I was talking quite a bit about uh, about um, the mindset, like the left, what they have to do because this is their enemy is is they they don't have a case against the self defense, so they have to try to get to the initial part of it in order to undermine it altogether to say that he was in the wrong. So they got to go back to like we were talking about. Um, well, he was under he was a minor. Uh, that's why they keep bringing up that he crossed state lines. Uh, they they keep um, saying incorrectly that he had an illegal firearm. Um, you know they have to come up with all of these uh, what precepts or or prerequis- prerequisites to the event itself in order to say that he um he's guilty when they know damn well that he's not and uh they can 
<clears throat> for any of them that and and what's nice about this case is that for a lot of them that have uh that have actually watched the videos and watched the trial, there's a lot of lefties that have changed their mind and they're starting to question um what it is that they've been following, which is a good thing, you know, to see that the people that you've trusted, like CNN or MSNBC or something to that effect, that they've been lying to you, that they've been flat out lying to you, which is why so many people are calling on uh, Kyle Rittenhouse to go in and sue these people. Uh, because the, it was so above and beyond any reasonable measure of disagreement with Kyle um, or at least in what he had done, um, and, and why, and how they came out lying about him, that people really want them to pay for this. And, uh, and I'm certainly one of them. I'm uh, with you. Amen, brother. Yeah. yeah, they, uh, and I mean, I'm a, as I've said before, I'm a, I'm a constitutionalist. I'm a, I'm a, uh, uh, what's that called? A pure constitution whatever you call it, um, absolutist in the sense that even with the first amendment, you know, um, I believe that people, I don't even, I don't even like slander or defamation or any of that shit because I believe that it goes against the first amendment. That being said, um, as I've also said is, uh, those who live by the liberal leftist sword shall die by the liberal leftist sword. And I'm okay with that. So even <laughs> with with slander and all that, fuck yeah, I'd love to see these people um, get uprooted because of that same thing, you know. But it seems to me they don't have consequences on that side. Like yeah. a point is that uh, <laughs> you. I'm glad nobody was recording my conversation with my buddy tonight about this topic because I was bringing up that boy that went into his high school down in Texas and started shooting people because, you know, they bullied him because he was rich. Yeah, I know, I know. Man, what is that kid's name? Yeah, he's, uh, uh, I don't know, transgendered or bi or something. Supposedly. Are we talking about the same guy? Is little, it? A little black kid, 17, yeah. rich, affluent. Uh, but apparently, like, he's, uh, you know, some kind of gender something going on with him. And, really? Uh, yeah. I hadn't heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what my, my buddy, so that's, I guess, hearsay. That was what he was saying. What I was just, you know, how can that guy get out on bail? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's even, you know, like $50,000, 60, 70, I can't remember. It was something. Was yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, when Kyle Rittenhouse's was two million, um, and he went man, in he looking didn't... for trouble. He went in with a gun, looking to shoot people. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's amazing he didn't kill people, but yeah, yeah. Well, that's another. There's another excellent point. Kyle Rittenhouse had uh, had gun safety training, where this twat went in there and probably had never really even shot a gun, maybe. And just went in there and started firing off, and you know, not that I, I wish that anybody would have died. I'm glad nobody did, but uh, you know, there you go. He went in looking to kill, and like you said, and uh, <clears throat> wasn't a very good shot. Yeah, you know. 
but I'm just like, come on now. What yeah. is that? What? Well, yeah, and how they treat them. But, you know, it, it, even more to your point, um, what a lot of these uh, corporate media types have been doing lately is saying that, you know, well, if Kyle Rittenhouse was a black kid, then he would have been treated different. He would have been, he definitely would have ended up in prison and this, that, and the other. And it's like, there you go. I wish I knew the kid's name. I do know what the situation that you're talking about. Um, he's let out in what? 24 hours or within 24 hours, I think it was. Yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse was in there for three months, I want to say. Two or three months. Yeah. It was in jail. I, that would have blown my mind to have been in jail at 17 <laughs> for three months. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that would have blown my mind. It, uh, man, talk about I. I am so, I am so blown away by Ky- how Kyle held himself too, to be that young and to be able to go through this shit and not absolutely. I mean, I know he had a breakdown on on um, on uh, fuck. What's that called when you got to get up there on the stand? Yeah, he had a he had a uh, panic attack or whatever. Uh, um. And also, for anybody that gave him shit for that, and I knew people were going to, I knew the left was going to do that, um, when they read him, read that he was innocent, or, you know, not guilt, not guilty, he broke down in the same way. Like, you can see that that's what he looks like when he cries. So now you can look back when he was on the stand and go, oh, that wasn't faking. You know, there, here's, here's clear-cut evidence that, that that's how he just cries. That's what his face looks like, so... You know, LeBron James and the rest of them oh, fuck themselves because why would he fake crying while being told that he's he's not guilty? He's not he's not going to have to face any jail time, and he looks the same exact way as he did when he was on the stand. So you know, fuck those guys. Right, and it's not like I mean I don't know that kid, but I know how me and and you know I was when I was at that age, and I couldn't have fake crying. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm like, ah, what? I don't cry. Yeah. I don't know how to. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's not like he was a, a like growing up in like the world of drama and learned how to fucking method act and shit. Yeah, um, I mean that's not something most people can do. No. no, no, you know, unless they trained him to do it, and I don't well, know. especially not a boy, right? Because yeah. men weren't necessarily geared towards being overly emotional. Um, not normally. I mean, there's nothing not wrong normally. with it. And there's reasons no. too, like you know, you say, but yeah, sure, sure, yeah, no, for sure. Um, but you know, in his case, I mean, in, the more I look at that case with him, especially, um, he uh, look at his past, look at his history. You know, the kid, like even that day, he was a, he was a. a lifeguard he was out there scrubbing off graffiti like it all plays it all goes into the his statements about what why he was out there it's like this kid is a fucking boy scout man yeah you know yeah i, I didn't have a criminal record but i probably should have at that age. <laughs> right this kid was growing up wanting to be in the police uh he was a cadet or some shit and in not just that, he was trying to uh, get in a fire. He's got all sorts of pictures of him trying to, you know, wearing uh, turnout gear and shit. 
you know, and, and trying to be a, an, an active, good role in, in his community. So, like, everything he was saying about, yeah, he was wanting to go out to protect people. And um, another thing I heard, and when I finally do break down this Sam Cedar video, which his hot take is just fucking garbage, um, you know, Sam Cedar was trying to make an argument that he, the kid didn't know, didn't have any life-saving um, teaching of any sort. And yeah. it turns out oh. Kyle Rittenhouse did. Like, he was an EMT. He had went through it in his school um, through EMT training, you know? And it's like, oh, fuck, man. The left it couldn't have had a worst-case scenario come up with him because he's such a Boy Scout growing up. Like, he really did care about his community, and uh, and it just worked against him in the worst fucking possible way, it you know? Did. But thank goodness, though, because if it had been any other yeah. kid, they might have got their butt kicked or their brains beat out that yeah. night. If it, you know, that was going to happen to somebody if he hadn't been the one they decided to key in on. Yeah, and I'll tell you right now, it did. There's video, Elijah Schaefer had video of a dude down in Texas, if you remember or if you ever saw it, of a guy that was trying to protect his own his own business with like a fucking machete. I remember this. Like he he was chasing somebody and the crowd beat this guy fucking senseless. I mean senseless. One of the dudes ran up and hit him in the face with a rock and knocked him out and he was uh he was all contorted on on the ground and shit and they were stealing his money and fucking kicking him and while he was unconscious. Oh, it was terrible. Right. Could have killed him. Yeah. I believe I believe he lived. Um, I mean, That's shit, I could be wrong. Amazing. That. I don't know. I can't remember that, but I heard all kinds of horror stories, and I'm just like, yeah. that? That was one of the things. Like, I'm like, well, Trump could stop this. We were, what's he right. going to do? What could he do? And I'm like, man, there's... <laughs> you don't have to let that stuff happen. Yeah, send in the like national guard. Trump had when Trump's had the executive a, officer. Yeah, when you had a congresswoman standing out front of somewhere inciting a riot, you could have arrested her ass and thrown her in jail. Yeah. Yeah. You can't and look say at what stuff happened. like that. What was that couple? You remember the, the married couple that stood outside of their house? Yeah. With their yeah, where was that? That was, you know, come on. And they, yeah. were, they were the buttholes in that situation. They were right. the criminals. Yeah. Now, how fucking terrible, man. You got these people coming through threatening to burn down their house and shit. And they didn't shoot anybody, but they got their guns out. And even with the lady pointing her gun at people, I would have done the same thing. You know, like yeah, fuck my house right now. If I if I got a group of kids coming by threatening, to, you don't think I'm gonna fucking aim at them? Like, what are you gonna do? Come on at me, you know. And see, what's wrong Just with people? I see a you. gun, and I don't have a gun. I'm I'm leaving. I'm no longer yeah. there anymore. Yeah, and great point. Great point, dude. How fucking stupid are people nowadays? You see a guy with an AR-15 and you and you don't have one, and you're gonna run up and try and take it from him? Yeah, see, you, those, those people don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you've They're, never heard an AR-15, if you've never shot one and heard, when you hear that thing go off, you're like, yeah, baby, or I am anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, woo. Look, 
Yeah, that's because we're normal, man. We're fucking normal. We were, we were raised normal. We were raised around guns and shit. We understand it. Like, yeah, I know that if I don't have a gun and somebody has an it, AR-15, I'm leaving. I don't care if they got a twenty-two or a twenty-five in their hand, a pistol. I'm leaving. I've always said it that common sense is common sense, obviously, to those who have commonly experienced something. Right? That don't, that would make sense. So it it's true to form that these fucking people don't have any common sense. You know, they just fucking don't. Like, how in the hell do you think it's going to turn out in a good way? For you to rush somebody with a gun, I'm not talking about them pulling it on you um, and you grabbing the gun before it, you know, whatever, yeah, and like somehow getting away from it. like them. a foot away from you. Right. You're running to the guy that has a gun. You can't. That can't, You just have to run the scenarios through your head and realize that the probability of you surviving that is going to be pretty fucking low. Yeah, I would have, uh, if I saw him. I would have left the area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd have been on another block. Well, yeah. In terms of like, if you were, if you were the the one out there trying to, yeah. If I was one of those rioters, I would have been a rioter with a little bit more brain. I'd be like, oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, there's somebody that don't like me rioting, and they got a gun. (laughs) And vice versa. Let's say that it's you know the rioters have a gun. What do you? If you don't have one, are you sticking around to fucking puff your chest out? I'm not. I'm Fuck not. That, no. no, I'm leaving. I, I would. I would assume. I would err on the side of they're probably going to shoot me if and, I do this. And I'm probably not going to go home and get a gun and come back. Yeah, I mean, unless it's like okay, now it's a war or something. All right, yeah, well, that might be a little bit different. But there, even then, you gotta. They're shooting at cops. You know? Right, right. Yeah, no, I agree. But again, we've got common sense, and they don't. And I think we just we just highlighted that, you know. Oh, what a dumb time we live in, man. It amazes me. I'm just like, wow, police. Right. It's like I was telling my friend that we were getting into the flat earth. And uh, I was like, you know, I didn't really care about Flat Earth, but it was way back when uh, Obama was comparing, I think it was the Tea Party to Flat Earthers, you know, as being stupid. I was like, hmm. Yeah. I might have to look into this Flat Earth, because if Obama says it ain't real, it probably is. You know, just, you know, when I hear a politician say something, I kind of go the opposite on him. I'm like, okay. No, I, I, I agree, and, and that's a good way to think. I think, I really think it is. I think it's a, it's an excellent way to, um, to check yourself at the very least. Of like, okay, well, is is. I always tell my son. You should you should know why you know what you know, if that makes sense, you know. And I think that that what you're saying is a really good way of doing that, you know. Let me let me. The authorities trying to tell me that this is the way, and this is the only way, and not to question it. Well, mm-hmm. there's probably something there to question. 
Yeah, well, I've had, you know, dealings with police officers, and I've had them tell me things, and then I'm looking right at them and go, I don't believe you. And they're like, well, it's true. And I'm like, dude, you're allowed to lie to me. <laughs> you know, I'm like, why would I believe anything coming out of your mouth? Right. I'm like, I, you know, show me the money. <laughs> you know? And I've never had one tell me otherwise. You know, they we've dropped it at that point. I'm like, man, you can lie to me. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Go ahead. And same thing with the politicians. They're allowed to lie. Obama signed in this propaganda thing. They're allowed to propaganda. You know, so what they're doing is really not illegal. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, that, and what is the CIA? I mean, that's exactly what they have always been. That's what they were started on. You know, Central Intelligence Agency, where they're the central of intelligence of American dealings, you know. So they believe that it's in their best interest to not only keep secrets, but to lie to the American public so that they are misled as to not know what they're doing. I should go back and find that, and it might have even been an executive order of his... Yeah, and find out because I just had an idea that the day that it went into effect was the day everybody started getting woke. <laughs> Obama, what was it called? Propaganda bill. Yeah, it was a. I can't. It was probably an executive order, but it was where they allowed the government and TVs and things to air propaganda. <laughs> H.R. 5736, a bill to amend the United States Information and Education Exchange Act of 1948 to authorize the domestic dissemination of information and material about the United States intended primarily to foreign audiences and for the purposes, and for other purposes, be enacted by the Senate, House, blah, blah, blah. Um, that sounds like, that was back in 1948, that sounds like the CIA. That that's I don't think that's the same thing. It's just something. It was the first thing that popped up. Well, that sounds you know good enough right there. Because when yeah. it says primarily, you know that's what I call a Barnum word, where primarily can mean anything. <laughs> you know. By the way, what, what you're does talking that about? Mean? Yeah, what you're talking about? It's, it's I looked it up. It's a whole bunch of websites that are quote unquote fact checkers. <laughs> <laughs> So I think you're right, and the, it it goes like this: fact check. Did Obama, uh, did Barack Obama sign a law that allows the media to purposely lie to the American people? And of course, listen, I haven't read it yet. Of course, they're going to say that it's a lie. And then, by our history of dealing with fucking fact checkers, checkers, this usually means. No, it's the truth, but they're going to spin it. <laughs> they're going to fucking yeah. spin it so that it. Uh, they don't want you to read the bill. So let me find out what this bill is. Um, H.R. 4310 in 2012. So let's look up H.R. So that sounds about right, about when people started getting woke. That's when you started having, you know, all these different 57 flavors or of gender. Of uh, gender, yeah. Nah. Looks like it's the National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2013. Uh, 
Division A, Department of Defense Authorization, Procurement, Subtitle, Authorization of Appropriations. Uh, blah, 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 for the Army, Navy, blah, 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 military amounts specified. Oh, fuck, dude, there's so much. Oh, Lord, this is huge. But see, ugh, I hate this, man. It's, it's just filled with so much jargon in order to wear you down so you don't find it. It's like, um, well, it's happening right now with the uh, Build Back Better bill, you know. Thousands upon thousands of pages. It's like, why do you need all that? I mean, truly, if it, if something needs to be a law, it should be one to two pages max. You know, <clears throat> in that second page. Go ahead. Somehow they just make us believe that we have to do it. It's like I about lost it way back when when Nancy Pelosi was you know passing the Health Care Act, right? And she said that we have to we have to pass it, and then we can find out what's in it. And I'm like, what? That's exactly what I was just about to say. What are you talking about? Yeah. How's that even acceptable? Yeah, that is, it, dude. I'm telling you, that's it, that's why I just let you go. That's exactly what I was going to bring up. Um, Nancy Pelosi said that exact thing. And if anybody wants to fucking go and check that, you can. She said that exact thing. In order to know what it says, we need to pass it. Yeah, I'm like, wow. What? How's that? Bitch, you need to read it first. Well, That's give like it to me. I'm like, hand. give it to me. I'll read it if you don't want to. Well, yeah. You know, here you go. It's 10,000 pages. Right. <laughs> yeah. Give, give me a little while. <laughs> give me a bit, and I'll get back to you as to what it says. Um, That's like a teacher making you take a test and then covering the material. Which I've actually had teachers do that. My paramedic course. I had a fucking twat teacher that did that shit. He was a dude, by the way. He was a piece of shit. And I remember going in and having to take a test, and then he'd cover the material, and me going to the going above his head and, and to my uh, program director and going, "What the fuck is this? I'm paying you guys so that you can fuck me over in this shit? No thanks." Yeah, I had a teacher in high school. He would give us a pop quiz. On what we were going to learn that day. At the beginning. Yep. He gave us like 10 questions. <laughs> and I remember writing down just like ridiculous answers. Yeah. Was he a, was he a communist? <laughs> Is that where they get this shit from, dude? I don't know. I guess he just wanted you to be ahead. I don't know. I don't think he never held it against yep. me. <laughs> yeah. Well. Make pay attention what you're going to learn today. Yeah. Mm. Of course, I can't give an example of what I learned. That's a shame. <laughs> right. <laughs> I uh, I actually impressed my son today, um, which is cool because we we were watching Punisher and uh, spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen the first season. Um, he has a tension pneumothorax at one point, and uh, before the doctor even says tension pneumothorax, he said. Uh, uh, Frank Castle has a broke rib and it punctured his lung. And right before he finished that, I said, uh, "I said he's got uh, he's got he can't what did I say he can't breathe or something to that effect." And the doctor is going to take out a needle and put it in his chest, and then he'll be able to breathe. Um, sure, shit, he did all of it. And then my son was like, "How did you?" Like he asked me ten like five minutes later, he goes, "How did you know he was going to do that?" He goes, "Did I impress him?" He goes, "Yeah." 
He goes, it was kind of cool. I was like, damn straight, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Felt good. Impressed my son. Cool. You got to like that. Yeah. That was fun. Well, what what's nice is it it'll, it makes my son go, fuck, maybe my dad knows what the hell he's talking about stuff. <laughs> maybe I'll start listening street to grade, him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll start listening to him when he tells me to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, the older they get, it's like I mean, I I remember my dad saying shit like that to me. Like one day, you're gonna look back and you're gonna go, God, my dad was pretty fucking smart. He might have known what he was talking about. And uh, I, I will give him that. Yeah, there's things that like my dad used to teach me that it, it would say to me or whatever, and I'd think, man, you have no clue. And now I look back, and go, ah, fuck, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he might have known. He might have known what he was talking about there. Um, yeah, they know. Yeah. I did. Well, spe- speaking of that, I listened to a teacher in uh, a clip not too long ago telling the students that the students were smarter than their mom and dad. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. I heard that one. I'm like, what? Why would you say that? Well, that one, I believe, was a Marxist teacher who was trying to um, indoctrinate the kids with Marxism. I think that's what it was. Right. And she was she was making the argument that I've now taught you this information that your, your parents don't know. Therefore, you know, ergo, you are smarter than your parents. Oh, yeah, but I was just like, wow. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I mean, what an over, overstep of uh, boundaries. Well, I, I would have gone home immediately and told my mom the first time she said something that I was smarter than her. <laughs> I would have. No, Look, I just got told at school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm smarter than your dumbass. Yeah, how, how well would that have gone over? I'd have had my fucking head slapped oh, off no, my, my shoulder. Oh, no, my mom would have gone to town on that teacher. Oh, I know. Well, yeah, and that's the thing, right? <laughs> Go home, tell your mom that, but, like, add some shit that the teacher didn't say that you know would fire her up. Like, the teacher said, you were a dumb motherfucker. That's exactly what she said. All of you. All of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to assume she's talking about mom all, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> teacher said she'd beat your ass if she ever sees you. She said, you better swing or she's, you getting swung on. <laughs> Fucking really get it up. Oh, shit. What a world. Yeah, now, you know, but parents are coming around, and that was one thing I thought about the other day. I told another friend of mine, I was like, there, as far as I can tell, one good thing happened out of COVID was that these parents finally heard what was going on in school. Some of them were home and listened to some of that and was like, well, well, what What did they just say? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me see that. They were a little bit more proactive while the kids were at the house. Yeah. Starting to see that it, it ain't what they thought it was. Something has changed, and it ain't been for the better. Yeah. You know? They're like, maybe I should start going to these school board meetings. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm fully aware, and... and uh, you know, I can't wait to go to the next one because uh, I'm not gonna. I know I'm not gonna be as nice as I was the first time. First time I was nice, just trying to, you know, 
It was my first time there. So nervous as I'll get out to talk in front of everybody, but this next time around, it ain't going to be nice. Here's what I want you to do: next time you go in, I want you to go up. I want you to go up to the podium. I want you to grab your big old eye bolt and just screw it into it. Just say, hold on, screw it in there, and then take out a chain and hook it around your neck and hook it at that eye bolt, and then you can start talking. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't leaving this motherfucker. You're gonna have to unscrew some shit. <laughs> Be like, right? Drag around the podium, chasing them. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so we had uh, Kyle Rittenhouse's trial, and it worked out. Um, Alex Jones's trial is not working out, um, and now we have a new trial that's coming up. Uh, I believe it's November 28th or 29th. Do you know what that is? Oh, that's uh, oh, uh, Jiz, Jiz Lane. Yep. Yes, sir. Jiz Lane Maxwell. Her trial starts on... Uh, does that, does that sound like a porno star name? Yeah, hell yeah, it does. Jiz Lane. Sounds like a yeah. spot, you know what I'm saying? Jiz Lane. <laughs> Talking about her vagina. Jiz Lane Maxwell. There you go. I mean, it's just stuff. dirty. Or is it just it the way is. I think about it? I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, we're dudes. Hide your kids, and, hide your wives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, she, uh, the, hers starts on the 28th. I, man, if I if I've thought, you know, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse's trial was, was not going to turn out well, um, this one for sure. I feel like nothing's going to come from it. Not a fucking thing. I really don't. Um, I mean, look at Epstein. I feel like she's going to keep her mouth shut a hell of a lot better than he was going to. That's why she's still alive. I mean, they were so brazen to kill him off, and look what it did. But also, look what it didn't do. No one's arrested. No one's investigated. Uh, nobody's even named. Nothing. And nobody really talks about it. It's just, you know, shit posters out there saying, you know, Epstein didn't kill himself, coming up with clever ways to say it. But outside of that, nothing's been done. Yeah, that'll so. be a meme 50 years from now, and they won't even really know what it means anymore. Right. Yeah. It'll be like a saying or something, like Bob's yeah. your uncle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Look, it's- speaking of memes, I saw a meme, and it was just wonderful. It was a say a big picture of LeBron James crying <laughs> I know what it is and it's the one with uh, Kyle Rittenhouse where he's cleaning <laughs> up graffiti and he's got his hand right over his like, eyes oh where the I loved it I'm like oh that's, that's awesome yeah that's a good one man like, I, I want, saw that can I get that on a t-shirt yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was really good man that was really good. I if remember I seeing that. If I didn't like LeBron James before 2019, I would. I definitely cannot stand that man now. I'm like, oh yeah. my god. Yeah, he's uh, he's a real piece of shit. I mean, look at look at his history. Look at his track record. He fucking def- he went out of his way to defend China, to shit on it on a coach from the NBA, I believe it was. Uh, uh, to shit all over him and tell and, and tell the world that that guy didn't know what he was talking about when he did because he was saying correct shit 
and completely defended uh, and promoted China, you know, saying, well, oh, we love the Chinese. The Chinese don't love you, dude. The fucking, the Chinese government is racist as all get out. Like, when they talk about white people being racist, fuck, go to another country. <laughs> go to another country and live there for a bit and see how bad it can be. In India, I don't know if a lot of people know this. In India, the different shades, like if you've seen some Indians, they, they've got different shades to them. You've got some dark-skinned Indians out there. Well, guess what? Out in India, they're looked down at as like a second-class citizen compared to the lighter-skinned Indians. You right. know, a whole different um, class. Yeah, yeah. China, the Chinese, uh, dude, they really can't stand anybody else from from Asia. You know, and uh, they don't like the Japanese. The Japanese don't like, I think, the Taiwanese or some shit or North Koreans or South Korea, whatever, whatever they are. Um, well, there's a ton of racism out there. Here is my example. Uh, way back when, in the beginning of my life, <laughs> I worked in a Chinese restaurant. Kind of cool. This is a Chinese dude that owned it. He was from mm -hmm. Taiwan. And I worked there several years, moved up to managing and being able to cook and all that good stuff. You ought to see me with a cleaver. But during that time, you know, I got to know other Chinese at other restaurants, and we'd all get together occasionally for a big powwow, and, and I was always sniffing around those hot Chinese girls. And uh, yeah. and me and my boss, the guy that owned mine, we're real close. You know, we're sitting in the office, and I'm like, hey, man, I have tried 101 different ways to get one of these Chinese girls to go out with me and they just laugh at me like I'm some you know stupid person and he's like well that's cause uh, you know he's like you don't want to hear this but uh, their parents would rather see them come home with a black guy than you and I'm like what <laughs> yeah what are you talking about and he's like yeah you're a barbarian dude he's like don't ever trust Chinese. Now, remember, he's from Taiwan, so it's a little different. But uh, uh, Oh, well, yeah, that makes a big difference. Yeah, <laughs> for him to say that. You know, like, <laughs> don't ever trust a Chinese. And, you know, and yeah. I heard that back in, like, 87. I've, um, I've got a Chaldean client right now. And uh, they're great. I, I love them to death. Uh, but they they have uh, I, well, you know, talking with them, uh, they've let me know that. Uh, and I've I've known about uh, Arabs for a long time, and in their racism towards basically all other groups, but especially for blacks, they do not like black people. No, at all. At all. And I'm not talking about the Chaldeans so much as I'm talking about more the Muslim Arab. Like, because there's, the, you know, you've got like the Brotherhood of Muslims and stuff like that. That is it the Brotherhood of Muslims? What's the one that Malcolm X was a part of? Uh, I couldn't tell you. But I know they just exonerated the two dudes that killed him or went to jail. One night? Yeah. I didn't hear like about that. Two days ago. No you know, shit. You, I had to scroll down to find that, though. That's fucked up, man. 
and and riots after um, go back to uh, we'll circle back to Kyle Rittenhouse again because um, I had my police scanner ready right so that was yeah. like in the middle oh, of yeah, the afternoon to do that. and uh, so I was sitting at the house why well, I don't know why I was at home I guess I wasn't working must have been anyway was that Friday um, anyway. Uh, I turned it on, and Kenosha was the top dog. You know, more people listening to it. And there was probably like three thousand some people listening at that moment. And normally, you'll get a thousand people listening to the top uh, scanner, right? Right. And uh, and it's not not ever Kenosha. So there's a lot of people, but and there wasn't anything going on. There was it was almost silent and then uh, a couple hours later there was like 16,000 people listening and nothing was going oh, on and nothing ever happened during the night and uh, you know about 10 o'clock east coast time you know there was probably back down to like 3,000 people listening and like I said it was quiet because I listened to it. And then the next morning I got up and went looking for riots. And I had to scroll way down before I found uh, Portland. But then I'm like, well, you know, Portland riots, you know, that's a, you know, okay, yeah. a normal weekend in Portland since like 2000. Yeah, it's a it's an extracurricular activity out there. It's an elective. Yeah, you can't quite be Portland. from Portland unless you rioted, I guess. Right. Um, but I guess they were they happened in New York and somewhere in Texas maybe I can't remember a couple other places but I was just wondering if there was more going on but then I saw the uh, uh, you know to go way off on another kind of riot there in uh, was it Rotterdam the Netherlands Dutch oh yeah they were rocking and rolling in the streets now. Yeah, I think even today there was some shit going on somewhere. Was it Austria or was it the Netherlands? I feel like it was the Netherlands. It was the I Dutch. Know. It was the Dutch, yeah. So it was the Netherlands and I want to say yeah. Rotterdam. It was a big old Good for them, town man. now. And yeah. uh, I, I found that randomly on Twitter roaming around. Well, I know it sounds like a contradiction for me to say, you know, good for them to do what they're doing, um, but it's... And that was COVID-related. Yeah, it, well, that's the thing. It's quite a bit different because it's the government that's shutting you down. It's it, they're, they're shutting you, you your livelihood down. They're ending, and this is not just a specific group of people. Well, like murder. An idea. Yeah, it's that's not just... A, murder at this point. Yeah. And they're not going out trying to, as far as I can tell, trying to uh, just destroy people's businesses and shit. They're going out opposing the government itself. Yeah. You know, they're not they're not looking to go and hurt the civilians. They're looking to go out and um, confront the government up front and personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's in all of these places. I mean, uh, Australia. All of it. Anytime that they have one of these these marches or whatever, or you know, that could turn violent, it's to the cops that are trying to hold, trying to um, 
uh, uh, rain them in. What's the, what does a dog do to the fucking sheep? Herd them in. Herd them in, Lord. yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and that's usually when it, it escalates is when law enforcement gets out there to, to quell them, which you didn't see in, in the United States, you know, during the summer of, of love or whatever the fuck they called it. Um, that's, that wasn't the case. The cops were told to stand down so that these people could go and burn down people's businesses. What's yeah. going on in places like the Netherlands is the cops are being turned on the people. Yeah. And the people are losing their fucking shit over it, which they and rightfully they should. should. Well, yeah. you know, I was like, man, you know, like where I come from, and this would never happen where I come from, <laughs> probably because if, uh, like where I come from, if the cops were doing something like that downtown and they were my neighbor, all the neighbors would drag that dude out in the street and beat it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I know that sounds horrible, but that's what how they roll. Like, man, you can't be doing that and think yeah. you're getting away with it, bitch. Yep. Exactly. And I'm like, man, those cops should be afraid to go home. But they're not. I'm like... <laughs> How is that? Yeah, because they knew they knew where the cops were. They'd come to them. Excuse me? You think you're going to fucking come out there and just start doing this shit to all of us? You're insane, son. You're um, insane? Well, man, I know where, you know, back where I come from, you know, I could point out cops' houses. Here's one, here's one, yeah. here's one. I could drive you around and show you. And, and that's just because that's where you'd see their car parked at. It's not like I... Stalking anybody, <laughs> right? You just but it was it was a, a closer knit community. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, these are all people that weren't renters, I guess. I suppose they all own their homes and they've been in the family for a while. So, so I remember back in two thousand eight when everything crashed. They're like, "Oh, how's West Virginia?" And I was like, "Oh, those people don't they ain't making payments on those houses." They've owned right. them, you know, and if they are, it's three hundred bucks a month. It's not like it's an expensive neighborhood. Sorry, I'm uh, as you're talking, I'm I'm still trying to look up this uh, propaganda piece right here. Is this it from We Are Change with Luke Radowski? Um, oh shit, dude! There was a uh, there's a meeting in the minds. Um, the other day, the other day, uh, there was, it was, uh, Tim Pool, Michael Malice, Joe Rogan, Blair White, whatever his name is. Um, and yes, I did say his, uh, he's a, he's a tranny. Um, Alex Jones, who else? Uh, the fucking dude that, that, um, went up. I think he's in. He's on the. He's on the Daily Caller's payroll now. Um, Drew Hernandez. Uh, who else? Luke Rodowski, Did I already say him? There's like one or two others that were there. I, I feel. Um, yeah, they were all meeting up, and this was right before the the verdict. This is really when the verdict was supposed to have already come out. Um, but they all met and were talking talking about shit, and you know, Joe Rogan's now out there. Um, on the right side of things because he, uh, he saw, you know, what they did to him when he, you know, mentioned a laundry list of, of, uh, drugs that he was given to combat COVID and mentioned ivermectin and then fucking that's when the media went after him. So now 
you know, now he's he's joined the fight. Well, I guess I guess it's better late than never. Um, right. Well, he's bigger than they all are anyway. I mean, yeah. he's got like I don't listen oh. to him very often. And oh, by large margin. Yeah, I'm like he's got like way more listeners than CNN. By a large margin, dude, he's got tens of millions of people that listen to him. Um, you know, I don't, I don't have to yeah. listen to him because everybody else plays his clips. <laughs> right, right. I just don't. I, I don't know. I just, it, it's not really my flavor anymore. Um, but yeah, they, uh, they all met. And, uh, I mean, that's some pretty big, some pretty fucking big names. When you got Tim Pool, Alex Jones, and Joe Rogan all there. And then on top of that, I mean, Luke Rudowski, uh, he's, he's nothing to, to look past either. He's got quite a, quite a following. And, um, uh, Michael Malice is getting up there too. And, uh, Michael Malice is fucking, man, that guy's smart. Holy shit is that guy. He is, uh, he's a little fella, but man, he's got, uh, He's got he's got some shit. I'd really like to, I'd I'd love to pick that guy's brain, truly. But um, send him yeah, an they, email. I know, right? Um, he's good buddies with uh my my guy that I listen to, Dave Smith, um, the Libertarian, the guy that's gonna be running for president. Um, but yeah, they uh they met together and uh, we're talking about all this fun shit. Did, that now you and I are sitting here talking about. Did they uh, come up with anything uh, enlightening? I mean, they were just kind of saying the same stuff that we are, you know. Oh, okay. Um, well, you know, poo. they were, yeah, they were, uh, they were. I mean, it's always fun to listen to Alex Jones because he'll he'll talk about some shit. And they were what, what's all what's nice now is that he's finding validation, um, and not validation, vindication, um by so much of the things that are coming out, you know, when he said, you know, he gets a lot of shit from the left still because they're too stupid to look into it. But when he was back in the day talking about atrazine and now people know what he was talking about, you know, and, um, and now he's, he's getting that, that, uh, vindication. It's, it's nice, you know, and now people will start, now they listen to him. Yeah. Well, stuff he was talking about in 2008 as, you know, when they thought he was a la la land or looney toony, has you know you can see it now. Yeah, yeah, a now lot of it. Sudden. A lot of it. <clears throat> well, one of the biggest is the globalist thing, you know, because uh, back in the day, they the Democrats, even the the Rhino Republicans, were all denying it, saying you know that nobody's saying globalist and nobody's a globalist, and now people are outright claiming to be. Globalists, yeah. and that we need a, a global economy in a in a, in a one world, um, uh, fucking oh, what's it called? Currency, all sorts of other shit. You know, yeah. we need to, and it's just like, no, man, how can you guys not see this? How can you not? I mean, even hear about the mark of the beast and just the the bare minimum about that of like getting a getting something where it's a cashless society and you can't buy or trade without this thing and and have that lead you back to oh shit the christians have been talking about this for 2000 years holy fuck that is a, a that's a thing you got to get that uh, yeah 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 and now it's coming out through covid and it's like look at it 
<laughs> you need a fucking passport, which is now going to be your global currency, um, or essentially your global mark to where you can participate in the global economy. You know, you can't put one and one together, man. Like, you know, you gotta, and even when somebody points it out to them, they're, they're in total denial, which brings in the, the, um, Morpheus, you know, claim in, in the Matrix about people are so a part of the system that, uh, they'll die to protect it, you know, and it's like, fuck. Yeah, like, that's yeah, so old, true, man. Old dude did want to get back and have some steak. Yeah. <laughs> and, I I feel like man they did such a good job. I mean that that first movie was so good and they did such a good job of of uh playing that out and and making an argument I guess on the side of the sheep where it's like ignorance is bliss. I mean he says it in the in what he was talking about where you know he claims that ignorance is truly bliss, but is that what would would anybody would really want? You know wouldn't you rather it, it's they have no empathy they can't see past things because you know yeah. things don't hurt them personally. Good, you know, even though it's not happening to them, like they can't look at that woman who just quit her job at being an RM for twenty years because she don't want to take this shot. Like, and they, you know, they don't care. They're like, good, fire her. I'm like, well, yeah. man, how's that woman going to eat? Yeah, Dummy? what would you? What's going on? You know, that woman would rather. Quit her job and starve to death, maybe, <laughs> because she yeah. won't, you know, then take it. And I'm like, that's an RN. That's a really good point. I'm like, I mean, uh, an and that's not just one. There's all kinds of them. Now, in my hometown, and it might be happening all over because, you know, the uh, revolution will not be televised, but in my hometown, right. which I'm aware of, we have hospitals there, and people are striking there right now. You know, they've got, like, scabs coming in to work these things, but, you know, they don't roll like that where I come from. You know, scab, right. scabs are fodder for some hateful people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were touching on something really important there, too, of what, and people really need to you start eat. It sounds nutty, but you really need to start looking at it like this. We have an enemy. And whether or not they realize it, they have become our enemy. And whether or not we want them to be, they are. I mean, look at look at how they deal with the racist. I know I've talked about this before, where it's like, and I know I, I hate having to bring it back to race or whatever, but, and why they make race so important, it's, Ask them the question. All right. And this is, I mean, this is just kind of the, the dicky way that I deal with it. But when I start to hear somebody talk about this, and I've got plenty of people in my life that do this shit. When they start to talk about it, right off the bat, I'll go, all right, well, how do we kill them? And they're like, what? Go, how do we kill them? What do you mean? Well, well, you do realize that what you're talking about and how you're making these people out to be, even though they're not, you have no proof to show that they're racist, but, you know, anything to you is, uh, against you is racist. You're trying to cancel them completely. You want them to be fired from their jobs. That's their livelihood. Um, I can't imagine that you want them to find another job, being that you just got them 
fucking fired from the last one. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't want them to participate in anything around you because hate has no home here. Um, you are essentially, and, and I can't imagine that you would ever want them to be taken care of by the state because that would just reinforce systemic racism. You want them to die. You want them dead. I don't. I want them to change. You know, that's why I always bring up that the only way that you can change somebody's thoughts isn't by force, but by influence. That's the only way you can do it. You got to beat a dumb thought by a better thought, you know, but they don't. They want you dead, even if they don't realize it. And they don't. They, I really don't think that they, they understand what they're doing no. can lead to somebody. And, you know, hate to harken back to my old neighborhood, but. I was, great. I was uh, talking in my show, and I was said that they want to do what they want to do and not get punched in the face. Now, like where I come yes. from, when people act like that, you get punched in the face. Yeah. You know, when you're like, no. You know, and they're like, yeah, and you're like, bam, there you go, eat that. Yeah, like, that's I mean, the like, answer is no. You cannot do that, and that's how you got to treat them. They're, like I said, they're like arguing with the three-year-old about why they shouldn't eat their own turd. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, just exactly. smack them in the face and tell them no. Exactly. Don't argue with them. Maybe not a three-year-old. <laughs> Slap them on their ass and tell them no. Ain't right. no argument. You can't have that. That's what they need. You know, you need to. You know, it was getting to that point, I try to be a pacifist, but I'm like, man, I, I am a pacifist, and now you have made me want to punch you in the face. Yeah, and I and I think it's also important to state too is that you know there is a difference between pushing or lobbying or whatever you want to call it for legislation against freedom of speech, which people like you and me are not for. We want people, we don't want the government to come in and do anything, but there's also a there's also a difference in that and people recognizing fighting words, right? Yeah. Where somebody can instigate you to go, oh, are we doing this? You know? And some people do absolutely need uh, a punch in the face. And I'm not saying that in the sense of, like, punch a Nazi. I'm not saying that. No. I'm saying... Punch a retard. A it's time to punch some retards in their face. <laughs> Let's knock some sense into them, as my dad would say. Boy, am I going to have to knock some sense into you? Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, it's that um, it's just, I mean, it goes, it, it goes back to, like, Psych 101 and people being reared and, and coming up and being raised a certain way. The kids that weren't raised with, and I'm not saying that all kids need to be spanked, but the kids that weren't spanked, they tended to be spoiled, rotten little shits. You know, just assholes and growing up that way because they never got touched in the sense of not not being molested, but in the sense of being corrected. And when you're not corrected, you always think that you're right. And when you always think that you're right, you tend to be a dick, you know, not yeah. saying all the time. When there's no consequences. Yeah. You know, like I've had friends of mine who were their parents were like that. They weren't going to hit them. And I thought, well, that's kind of cool, but. You know, and then when they got sent to the room, they had anything you wanted in their room. Hell, it was like going into my family room, you know, like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, come on. Right, go to your room, play on your electronics. Yeah. Right. Of 
course, it was some lame-ass computer and a 19-inch color TV, probably. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, not quite. Not, yeah. <laughs> not quite like it didn't have a, Yeah. You probably had the Atari 2600. <laughs> oh, man, I remember the Atari. Oh, shit. That's funny. But yeah, they, you know, what kind of consequences is that? Yeah. Well, in, in that, hence... Be accountable, be responsible, you know, don't be liberal. I mean it's that's all I want. I'm not I'm not asking for the fucking government to come in and, and you know force people to be the way that I want them to. I just want them to be fucking accountable to themselves and the shit that they do. You know, be responsible for your own actions. That's it. And I think that that's really the, the foundation of what most people most normal people want. You know? Yeah. Leave me the hell alone, but take care of your own shit so I don't have to. The left, no. They want you to pay for all this shit. They, that's that's what the welfare state's all about, man. You know, they want daddy government to come in and, and uh, do everything for them and to make everybody else uh, bend to their will. Yeah, well, I like to call them, uh, they're, they're artists. You know, I've made a joke about people from West Virginia being artists because they're all drawing a check. <laughs> nice. like they're drawing a check. There are all these people. I'm like, man, people who are drawing a check from the government should not be allowed to vote. I know that sound that might sound horrible, but I'm like, come on, people work for the it's, government, no vote from you either. Oh fuck! What is the name of that? It's um no, I mean it's it's a great great argument. Um, conflict of interest. It yeah, really is. It is. You're yeah. Because that's a bought vote. I mean, it, it, who do you think they're going to vote for? Do you think they're not going to vote for the Democrats who are sitting there promising, um, more, you know, an increase? It was, and what's so funny is that these fucking people don't realize it. When the government has to give you other people's money and those people don't have incentive to, you know, the, the, the people that they're drawing the money from don't have incentive to make more money because they'll just get taxed more. Well, you just increased the fucking inflation way to go now things cost more you know because the government has to figure out how to make more money to to keep up these dumbass promises yeah, how about well, the mexicans uh getting 400 and what was it 450 million dollars and i'm not talking about 450,000 dollars a piece so yeah, that'd be a mom dad and how many ever bambinos they got yeah, running yeah. around with them and, you know, I'm like, okay, you know what, where I come from, that would be neglect. If you were out walking around the desert and you just walked 2,500 miles with your kids somewhere, yeah. and knowing we don't want you here, you know, even though they tell them to come, you know, I'm like, that should, you should, we're taking your kids and we're going to lock you up because you're bad parents. Yeah. Well, it, perfect point. What What do you think the cops do? Or what do you think should be done with law enforcement when they find somebody driving drunk with their kid in the car? You think when they take them to prison, they should put the kid in a cell with them? It's that simple. It's that fucking simple. Not just that. That's, you know, this is under the understanding that, well, all of the people coming up have kids with them, their own kids. And it's like, no. I mean, look at the people that didn't know what a fucking coyote was. You yeah. remember that? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, well, see, that's another example of a three-year-old trying to eat its own turd. 
and arguing with them about it. You know, none of that makes sense to me at all. There's no logic at all with what they're trying to say there. You know, like, that's Donald Trump's fault. If he was, you know, look what he did. He took their parents away from the kids or their kids away from the parents. And I'm like, man, you don't even know if those are their kids, first yeah. of all. There, the Border Patrol has come out and pleaded with Congress and everyone else, look, this is what's going on down there. It's pretty fucking bad. There's people selling their kids. There's people stealing kids. It's all sort of, I mean, it's just terrible. Just terrible, the shit that's coming up. You really expect the Border Patrol not to fucking have, like, a a, a, a blanket measurement to like maybe try and prevent that a little bit that would only make sense you know in terms of the last time they did this with Obama it's my understanding that they found a bunch of them uh, especially like in California was one example of it um, around LA I think of those kids that were in those uh, camps that Obama had was in sex trafficking out in California yep they found yeah. out, you know, a couple dozen. Yeah. It's bad. It's terrible. Ted Cruz, oh, man, dude, he just fucking ripped into Mayorkas. Mayorkas showed up at the Senate committee hearing for uh, for the Border Patrol and all that. And uh, I think it had more to do with the Build Back Better plan and, and um, the 450000 for each individual, which is just mind-boggling. It's just fucking mind-boggling that that's that they're that brazen to do that. Like, and people are, and, and it's even worse that we're not more pissed off about it. The government's taking your money and giving large sums to people. What? It's like, who's going to fucking sue us? I mean, who's going to, these, are you really arguing that we have to settle the, you know, Biden, oh, Biden, whatever you want to call him. Oh, Biden, Is yeah, Biden really funny. thinking that we have to settle with these people, how the fuck are they going to sue us? What yeah, country? I'm like, what, shouldn't you be kicking them out of the yeah, country? Yeah, you're on the court. Like, tell them to fuck off. But, like, you, you they're gone. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm like, there's another example. Yeah. Of, uh, they need to be punched in the face. Like, bam. And be like, okay, you cool? You got, you, you got your senses <laughs> back? You understand where I'm coming from? It's just, it's, oh man, the shit that's going on. It's so bizarre to live in the time like now where this shit's going on. It's just real bad. Real, real bad. Oh, it's blowing my mind. It, yeah. I'm just like, whoa. But, you know, I mean, there is, uh, I can't, I, I'm not fully subscribed to it. And I don't know if I'll ever be. But, you know, when you have people like, uh, you know, I bring up Michael Malice who his i believe if i'm if i'm um saying this correctly on his point is that this is all good and what he means by it is we will now see the effect that it has and how terrible it is and people will reject it the reason i can't subscribe to that is what if we break it what if they break it so bad that we can't come there's nothing to come back to You know, that's the part that I have a problem with. It's like um, you heard, uh, you know, people talking about secession. 
within the different states. You know, California seceding, Texas wanting to secede, you know, people, you know, the, the different states seceding. My point to that is, fuck you. I, and I'm saying that to the left. You don't get to take our shit. You know, the, this country was built by certainly far more wholesome people. Maybe not always. Maybe there are some, you know, Illuminati, Freemason shit going on too. However, it is it is disingenuous to argue that like the people of old that started this country were somehow in line with the, the people in California. And this country was built on the backs of of many many a people who now you're going to come in and take it? You're just going to fucking you're just going to secede and take it. No, this is my country, motherfucker. You don't get to get it. You don't get to win this out because we, you know, you you're you're so fucking different than me in 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 terms of like the way that you think. That now because, you know, you you're in a certain geographical location, you get to just take that land away from the country. Fuck off. This is the United States of America. This is my country. You don't get to take it. Yeah, then they are just diabolical. They, you know, yeah. you you just got finished with the um, the uh, elders of the Zion or the protocols. Yeah, and you know there is a game plan, and there are other ones just like it. And they, you know, that's a game plan. I think there's all kinds of them going on right now. They've got a lot of hills for everyone to die on. Yeah. You know, you yeah. got Kyle Rittenhouse. You know, everybody was all in on that. And now how they feel about that. There's people were all in on O'Biden. Now look at you now. How do you feel? How do you make yourself feel better about that guy? Like, it was so creepy watching him run up to that desk, his first executive order to shut down the Keystone Pipeline. It was yeah. just creepy to watch that he was like but yeah it's um, you know it's like wow and it just has gone look at it now you know yeah we got uh the governor of here in florida going you know hey bring your uh ships full of stuff to uh florida we'll unload them for you dude the amount of money that he would get from that if they were to all do that Oh, shit. Well, they were here five days later. Some of them started showing up. Yeah, and good. I mean, that's that's an increase for them, and and good, you know. Um, he's a fucking man. He is, he is making all the right choices. I shouldn't say all the right choices, but he's making some fucking damn good choices, DeSantis is. Oh, I you know. Him. And to hear him talk yeah. about him in, like, the Orlando area, you'd think he was the devil. The same things that you and I hear come out of that man's mouth and we go, yes. They hear yeah. and like, man, I hate him. Look, he's just trying to destroy us. Can't you see it? Like, I don't mean to say the same cliche that's been said over and over for decades on end, but leave. You know, like there's a reason that you're here. You know, and you're not in another state. You can and go to Brazil. Yeah. You can go anywhere else. Fuck, in, this, in the United States, if you think it's so bad, DeSantis is so bad, this is local. You don't have to get a passport. Go to fucking, go to Michigan. Go to New York. 
Go to California. Go to one of these havens. There's a reason you're not there. There's a reason that people are leaving those country or those uh, states in droves and coming down to um, uh, Florida. I have a, I have a. a I hope it's not infection. I hope yeah. <laughs> that they're not just here to, you know, vote yeah. all their dead family members. Well, they are. They are. I mean, that's that's. I mean, not, I don't think that all the people that they're leaving are going to do that. But you know, you know, the Democrats are are trying that shit. Not that they haven't ever had some dangling chads here in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's it, and and that's you know, it, it is a it is a, a good argument, even though, like I said, it's been turned into more of a cliche now. But you know, if you don't like it here, leave. That's the great thing about the United States. And that, I mean, not just Florida to the rest of the country, but to anybody that really believes that the United States is a terrible, no good, racist place, leave. Go yeah. somewhere else. You don't there have you to stay here. You know what? We're not going to force you to stay. I'm not living in the same neighborhood I grew up in, and there's a reason. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, you would think if it is that bad, not only can you leave, but why are people dying to get here? You know, yes. you, shouldn't you be telling them this is a racist, no good place? You should stay where you're at. You're all going to die when you get here. Yeah, you're gonna, and and if it isn't for one reason or another, it's going to be because of all these terrible, no good white supremacists. Yeah, they're going to. You, you know how many them. white men and got guns and and white women, and the white women with guns are worse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why, you know, why aren't they telling them that? They're not, because they all know better. They all know that this is the greatest country. Even with all the terrible shit that's going on right now, this is still better than any of the other ones. Well, there are brothers and sisters and cousins up here going, no, nah, man, it's all right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. If, you, if you don't mind trimming bushes and hedges yeah. and cutting grass, it's awesome. Painting, and if you do some uh, real good concrete work or uh, block work laying near Europe, for dude, you can bank. Okay. Yeah, well, and I think that goes to show you just how terrible it is also in a lot of these other places that they're coming from, where I remember working with some uh, some guys. Where were they? I don't think it was Venezuela. Where the fuck was it? Um, I think it was actually Central America somewhere. When I asked him, you know, I got to talking with uh, one of these workers. He and the rest and, and all the rest of the crew, they were all drywall guys, ununion. Oddly enough, working on a, a union place in, at U of M. Um, and he said they all come here and they all get one, one, um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, well, the crew does, but they all they all live in the same house. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's like, there's like 20 of them. Oh, yeah. And I know a guy. He explained it to me. Want me to explain? Yeah. I'll explain the house to you. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I got to know them out in Utah, and there was like a, I got invited over to their house for a little party. They had another word. Anyway, I was yes. cool. <laughs> or at least they like to make fun of me. I don't know. One or the other. Either, you know, I was a really? idiot, and they were all making fun of me, or they loved me. I don't You're know. You're the gringo. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, so they, they got this house, and I can't remember how many it was in them, but they, they rotate, right? You get yes. so many hours in your bedroom, and then you got to get out of there. 
there's another oh, guy okay. coming in. It's not your bedroom. I mean, it is, but that, but then you got so many hours to hang out in there, like the kitchen, and so many in the living room, and there's so yep. many hours you got to be out of the house. And it's better than what they came from. Yeah, you know. And it's like, how can that be? They were happy. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, they're ecstatic. Yeah, they they're were having a good ecstatic. time. I was having a good time. <laughs> yeah. Always had a good time. So, yeah, as as listeners can hear, I mean, me and Bentley are from two, well, I shouldn't say two completely different worlds. I mean, we're both from the South, but where we're at now and where we came about this information, two totally different parts of the country for yeah. certain and still have the same story because this is the shit that's going on. You know, and we're both out all day long. I'm, you know, I meet different people all the time. Yeah. And luckily, I'm in, <laughs> I got... I got the opportunity to be able, when I run into these freaks occasionally, I can be like, you know what, I'm out of here. Or, you know what, I know, you know, I'll be like, what's yeah. your highest one you got? Oh, $600 to do the job? Well, for me and my buddy to do it, it's going to be $3,600. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and they're like, well, we're like, okay, bye. And you yeah. know what, actually, because uh, I was like, that was what me and my buddy we decided, like, to put up with this lady's crap. It would be three thousand dollars for us to come in here and keep our mouth shut, or laugh at her jokes, or whatever. You know, yeah. to be happy while we were in here, it was right. going to cost some money. And uh, then I got a phone call from him. He's like, "Hey, man, you remember that lady?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "She wants us to do that." And I was like, "She agreed to that price." And he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay." Yeah, it makes it a lot easier to deal with. That's for sure. That is for damn sure. Because I was just wanting to get out of there. We both right. were. You know, we thought that that kind of price we were that was a big no. Right. But I imagine that some other people must have dealt with her and decided that their time was worth more. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> 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 or the six hundred dollar guy, she probably gave him three hundred bucks and he never showed back up. Yeah. I'm like, man, I'd never give anybody money up front. <laughs> right. Well, hey, listen. Um, well, shit, we went on for a good long time. Uh, keep keep my feet to the fire. Keep me to this. We got to do this sooner again than this than the gap that we had this last time. Just make me do it. Just say, hey, you said, you son of a bitch, and I'll go, oh yeah, I did say. Um, and we'll do it. We'll uh, we'll do another one of these here soon. Cool. Deal. Cool. Deal. We need to get old uh, uh, Mr. Boyce. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to get him. Uh, he's, I know he's wanting to do, certainly he's wanting to do another video with me, but, uh, yeah, we can get him on this podcast. I'll uh, I'll reach out to him. He just had, I, I guess he needed a backup account um, when he when you got sent that. <laughs> well, I, I asked him if he, you know, okay, who's Guy Fox? He's like, I don't know Fox. I'm like. Okay. Does he? Yeah. Know? <laughs> he. Uh, well, I don't. I've never had him. I've never had well, him. You said uh, he was okay, I'm, so I accepted it. I was like, all right, man. He's like, yeah. okay. He oh, knows, nice. Okay. He knows better than I do. I see what you did. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll get him on. Uh, I'll just reach out to him. But yeah, I guess he needed a backup account or whatever. So, uh, I didn't even realize it. He just uh, he had sent me the the request. 
and uh and then he sent me a message later and said hey man that's me and i'm like oh shit i didn't even know what was going on yeah fine <laughs> like i get it he uh he said something to the effect of it his one account was getting shut down um i really didn't talk to him too much after that uh about it yet but i will um but no i'll reach out to him and and uh let him know we should uh do another uh, collaboration all three of us on this so but yeah man this was uh this was a ton of fun shit this is a great episode man i'll uh i'll make sure to get this published soon i mean after this i think i'm gonna go hit the hay man i'm fucking tired i'm gonna go pee there you go go pee i I, I thought about peeing in a cup and i was like (laughs) dude just get that out of your head right now (laughs) Shit, man! If ever you need, just say you gotta go to the bathroom. I'll keep it going. I was <laughs> <laughs> just like, "Well, well, here. How about a little side note?" Of speaking of pee in a cup, I'm uh, working in this giant commercial building, and, uh, and I've done all kinds of work in there. And the guy that owns the building and the company that's going to be going in where I'm doing, he had hired these plumbers. And that day I'd come back, he had. Uh, was talking about had fired the plumbers because he'd went into the our IT room or the I, old IT room I guess anyway yeah. there was a bunch of bottles with piss in them. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? He's the like, yeah. <laughs> we ended up over there and I saw him and I was just like, yeah, man. I was like, I was like, we. He does know we have a bathroom here, right? I mean, it wasn't on this side of the building. It was <laughs> on the other side. There was another bathroom, men and women's, you know, handicapped and everything. But I was like, well, I can't. I was like, okay. Right. So he fired right. him. And uh, so sense. that was uh, probably like a month or so ago. And uh, I'm waiting to do tile out in front of the bathroom, right? They finished up everything. I've come in to put the lay the grout down right and uh the bathroom inspector did he's or the building inspector he uh i'm hearing him come out of the bathroom and the dude is just writing stuff down <laughs> there's all kinds of stuff wrong and i was like wow um, i guess i won't be grouting today but yeah they right. totally epic fell on like the whole uh, the bathroom, especially in the handicap part, I was like, "Was well, this their first handicap bathroom?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> they had work vans. I saw them. You know, I didn't Jeez. really think about it as a handicap when I walked in. But then after I was, heard them talking about it, and I walked back in there and looked, and I was like, oh, "Okay, the sink was wrong. It was like a quarter inch too high in the wrong sink." I was like, "Wow, man, they got to tear the tile down to move that." Drain and the toilet was the wrong size and the handles on the wrong back end side like somebody with a wheelchair couldn't flush it and I was just like wow <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay they had uh, they had vans with a big old they were you know side panels all you know how they're all painted up or got a sticker on them or whatever now the whole wrap around right you know look professional like, man they look legit to me Right. Not my job. But then we go to my my thing. It's like the guy I learned from says, I can't fix stupid, but I can fix what stupid did. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice saying. Hell yeah. You know. Hell yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I can fix but. that. Yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> but, yeah, we're going to leave it at that. 
or else I'm going to take a pee. Break. <laughs> there you go. Go go uh, go pee. And I will be and uh, yeah, we'll do and trees. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna think about that every time now. <laughs> All right, man. Um, just wait. I'm gonna send you a picture of one one day. Yeah. Fuck, that'll freak me out. But look um, I want to come down to Florida. That's what I still I like Florida. I plan on coming back. Out <laughs> the fucking alligators in the trees now, dude. Uh, all right, man. Uh, where can people find you? Good uh, sir. Nuclear Knucklehead at Yahoo dot com, or just look up Nuclear Knucklehead, and it'll be. You have to, might have to scroll way down. I am the number one least listened to podcast, but I did get permission from <laughs> Tricks on the Right. <laughs> Yeah, dude. That, yeah, that's pretty big. They're a pretty big channel. I know about them. So, uh, oh, I love them. A friend of mine was like, uh, he's like, what's this chicks on the right? I sent him a link, and I was like, it's chicks on the right. And he's like, so what's that mean? And I was like, dude, it's chicks on the right. These are girls telling dudes to get balls. Right. I'm like, you need to listen get to them. them. Get you some balls, yeah. man. Get your balls out. I mean, it's truly with all the ladies. Yeah. I mean, it's... Get them out of your wife's panty drawers this time. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's soft. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Good, good. And, um... People know where to find me. So, uh... All right, man. We'll, uh... We'll talk to you soon. You take care. And, uh... Everybody, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a liberal. I fucked up that. Sorry, buddy. Later. 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 It's like meeting Sasquatch out on the trail. Then y'all discuss heaven and hell. His point of view, you'll never know. But oh, that's French radio You want some podcasts that shoot from the hip Little talk of little great dudes aboard this ship Then there's one place you gotta go That's French, that's French Radio That's French Radio Well hello you tinfoil hat fringy human This is alien Captain Reed Walker Here for the French Radio Network Hey, if you like listening About the paranormal Conspiracy crazy theories And some oddball podcasts and shows Well you've come to the right place with shows like Iron Show with Johnny McMahon, Spirit Wars with Michael Basham, Nuclear Knucklehead with Sally Craig, Eyes Wide Open with Lemon Olive Alabama, Let's Get Jacked Up with Crazy Tim, Bobby, Carrot, and sometimes really Crazy Jack. Learn about the paranormal from a biblical perspective with Christian Paranormal with host Seth Reeves. Spend your mornings with Ryan O'Radio. Check out Conspiranormal. How about Sarah Westall? Earth Oddity. Snake Brothers, Canary Cry Radio, and Canary Cry News Talk, plus so much more. 
That's FringeRadioNetwork.com. Check out Fringe Radio Network YouTube channel as well. Don't let my fellow alien brothers' censorship get you down. <laughs> Check out FringeRadioNetwork.com while you still can. <laughs> Hey, check it out. 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 Hey,